0: to burn out a different kind of gap year 2022 edition i am feeling so very grateful to be able to continue delivering this podcast to you for those who are new to listening to this podcast thank you for coming along and listening and for those who have listened to the podcast before thank you for your continual support I'm excited to see where things go this year, particularly because I'm in a different space now, with having uh, been through uh, burnout and come out the other side in a lot better space. Uh, so yeah, things are changing in, in terms of where this podcast will go. Not quite sure yet. For those who are new, uh, the podcast was born out of my own uh, experiences of burnout that hit its peak uh, early last year and when the podcast went live in June 2021 I was going through my recovery period and something that I learned very early on uh, that helped support me in my recovery was sharing and hearing other people's burnout experiences. It helped me not feel so alone or or at all shameful for my experience. Uh, it just helped normalize things. And I learned things off, off uh others when they shared their experiences and what helped them cope or not cope. So yeah, I learned the value of the importance of hearing other people's stories, but also sharing my own. So the podcast is basically that it's uh, hearing other people's uh, burnout to recover experiences and, and me last year sharing my own in a couple of episodes this year things may change I'm not sure yet uh, we are continuing and I'll always include the sharing of other people's experiences of burnout to recovery uh, so that will always have a place on this podcast love to hear your um, thoughts about what you think should be on the podcast so feel free to leave comments uh, to email me Uh, your ideas, but enjoy this episode and thank you very much for listening. brings you a unique burnout work gap experiences of a person I get to call a friend Tracy Wood she shares how she managed a couple of times in her life where her work was impacting negatively on her overall health and well-being and how she made the changes necessary to help her stay aligned with what truly matters to her which is being there for her family She is truly an inspirational and loving human being, and I'm so glad she agreed to come on the show. Hey, Tracy, and welcome to A Different Kind of Gap Year. Thank you for for being willing to come onto the show and share your story with us.
1: Thanks for having me, Shan. Good to have another
0: chat. (laughs) You're welcome. We have gotten quite well versed at having chats, haven't we, with our regular walks?
1: it's been great actually having ticks all my boxes a walk in the park walking the dogs uh coffee and talking at the same time
0: so true tracy i i was only just reflecting on that the other day well actually i've reflected on quite a lot because i don't know when we started doing our walks but it was definitely during that period of time after I was, you know, went through my burnout and was recovering from it. At some point we started these walks. And I know it was you who who I think you think started it all. And it's it's been absolutely important in my um well-being and recovery as well, just to have these regular, as you mentioned, there, coffee, we've got the coffee, we've got the wolf, <laughs> we've got the dogs, uh, and you know, and nature and just being out there and you and I. As we've come to know, get into these deep conversations. And, yes. Um which yes. Really we've beautiful. had
1: very um philo- philosophical conversations. Um yeah, yeah, getting quite deep about things. But it has been good. It's, <laughs> it's like having my own professional counselor that comes with coffee and dogs.
0: <laughs> and me too, because having someone who like yourself who who just just listens and 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 provides that space and asks how you are it's been invaluable and it sounds like on both sides of the coins so yeah but that's how I came to know about your experience you know that we had said some commonalities and and you opened up to me about yours and at some point I was like Hey, you should come on to my show. <laughs> you should come yeah. to my and share yours. Uh, sure. And um, so I'm really grateful that you decided to do so. So oh, yeah, that's sweet. And you know what? I was thinking for to help get your story out, it may be best just to start with wherever you want to. You know, like yeah, yeah, wherever it makes sense to you. And and because that's sort of how our coffee chats, walk chats happen. They yeah. just start. Yeah.
1: You very organically yes
0: exactly so you just start where you're and comp- they
1: sort of meander all over the place just like our dogs do
0: <laughs> so true and and with one of mine hannah i end up having to pick up right in the first pile of walk and carry her for about 30 meters <laughs> before she goes okay yeah yes. yes we'll meander like our dogs definitely yeah but go for yeah. it go for it uh, <laughs> over yeah. to you tell us yeah like it's about four years ago right and Sort of setting the scene there where, yes. yeah, it was four years ago, what are we now, 2022,
1: so 2018, 2017? 2018, yeah, I think that'd be about right, 2017 almost, yeah. No, actually, sorry, this was, the, 2017 was my second burnout year that when I started my second job. This is back in 2008. I wasn't happy with my uh, current hmm. job. I was working as a teacher aide um uh, but i found that um providing support to uh kids in the special education system was just way too much it was a very demanding job mm. i i left there i was lucky enough to secure a job in a warehouse environment logistics administration uh and i was very happy there for about 8 years um but after that uh, let's see i think it was 2000 and Good heavens, 2017. Oh, sorry, we are right, that one. <laughs> 2017. Um, one of the management uh, was dismissed from his job uh, for not carrying out instructions from senior management.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so he left. Uh, and at that we had a new person come in who was appointed from our overseas managers. Um, and there was a bit of a conflict happening between the senior management team in the office and both of them were sort of using me as a sort of a leverage in that office and I felt conflicted at that stage. Uh, you know, I, was just sort of, I, I sort of felt like a double agent in mm. that mm. Um, because they both had their demands and they both had their own agendas, and mm-hmm. I, I almost felt like I was spying on each other, and it was just awful, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, until I told my former manager, uh, sorry, original manager, mm-hmm. that uh, what was happening with one side, and he went, "Yeah, no, I've had enough. This is this is just ridiculous," and he decided to leave um, and move on. Mm-hmm. And when he left, he wasn't replaced. Now, the newly appointed manager leaned on me further at that time uh, for more support. He was new to the position and expected me to take up the slack in terms of administration and all the other jobs. But it was just at that time as well that my father was also uh, not in a good position. And where work was pressing on me to do more jobs... And um, lend more support. I was actually wanting to back away, uh, mm-hmm. and spend more time with my family, I help my mum out, who who doesn't drive, by the way, uh, and work her way through some of the things that needed doing. So it was at that point I just went, you know what, this this is not working, and I made the decision to walk away from that job. So not one, but two times in your life
0: where you had to step back from the work you were doing because of the toll that it was having on you and your life. Uh, I'm wondering how you were feeling at the time when all of this was happening.
1: Being a teacher aide right, in, mm-hmm. in a special school, I mm-hmm. uh, I this was something we haven't talked about before, Shan, Um, but it was at that point. I was actually bullied as well by another teacher Mm -hmm. and I uh, actually put in a report because things were really bad at that time. Very toxic environment and often sat in my car after arriving at this particular school and I would sit there and cry for five minutes before I actually pulled myself together and uh, walked into work. Felt felt it was awful. The second time working in this warehouse environment, I, I still wanted to be there every day, but I just found it so demanding. I felt there was so much of a pressure on me. There was so, so much I needed to do that I'd just be going home absolutely exhausted and I'd have to find out about things um, and, uh, translate them, basically, or learn about these things and then explain them as simply as possible in English to my manager, who who could then understand. Mm. And uh, yeah. uh, as well as that with the weight of, you know, looking after or uh, helping yes. mum out, it was just... I was just mentally drained quite honestly mentally and physically fatigued I was just I don't know how I got through it to be honest I don't think my head could fit any more in it It which is I you know I can't do this it was just no so making the decision to move on was just such a relief um and in uh, March the next year um my father passed away um and then I was able to because I wasn't working, I was able to spend time with mum mm. um, and I just took that time to just sort of close down and just go, you know what, I'm not working here. I don't want to work here. I'm not looking for anything. I'm just going to be where I need to be mm. and do what mum needs to do and just be. I'm just making that decision not to
0: work and, and just to be, as you. I think you just said, and, and, and let yourself mm, rest, mm. whatever it is, that, whatever you needed. I just, I, I suppose yes. I curious to find out how you got to that decision, how you felt about that decision, like really, like, you know, being able to give yourself that space and not
1: work. I think for me it's, it's just a simple matter of not looking because I always know when I'm ready to move on or look for another job when I start scrolling on seek and, you know, start going, oh, how about that one? Oh, how about that one? But I wasn't doing that and I just thought, no, I'll, I'll just do this today. I'll just do this today. I'll just lay low. I'll just, no, I'm not ready to look. I'll just stay here and but what else needs to be done? What else does mum need at this time? What else can I do at this time? Mm. You know, just schedule trips up. Okay, we'll do that. Uh, Because as I said, mum's in Bundaberg. So I would, you know, I'd go up and spend a few days, help her out. Then I'd come back and then I'd start writing a list about more things that needed to be done when I'd go up Mm. so that I'd be ready next time when I go up to have various forms or whatever she needed or a list of appointments that she needed to make. And I'd be ready for that occasion.
0: Mm. yeah it, it's like um i just get the sense and uh, again i know we've chatted many times your family
1: comes first always that? i yeah. drop everything for my family yeah i was training for a kakoda walk years ago yeah. we, team of us four were ready to do kokoda yeah. we were um i started training we got the equipment we, we were doing the long walks we had gotten the fundraising under control we Mm. were rolling really well and then my youngest child announced that she had the school formal that weekend we were meant to do it and without a doubt it was well I can't do Kokoda then I just can't I'm sorry I'm going to a school formal and there is no doubt about that and I'm sorry about the team but this this is this is a priority to me
0: wow when your family needs you everything else doesn't matter, it, it goes to to the way. It, it matters. It's not that it
1: doesn't matter to you, but it becomes, yes. it's, it's not the priority, your family. It's not the priority. Yeah. That's exactly right, Shan. No. Every, nothing yeah. else matters at that point or, well, it does, but it no. takes a lower priority. Exactly. It, it sort of fades into the shadows a bit. This is yes. what you need to do. This is what you need to focus on.
0: Tracy, you'd left that last job uh, exhausted drained as you mentioned and with your father becoming ill around that same time taking on the role of of carer there um, in managing things for for your mum with your dad being so ill and then him later passing just wondering if you can let us know how you're feeling
1: uh around that time how you were doing I think anyone who has lost a parent would know that Mm -hmm. you're still grieving you you still you you still feel it years later and and I still do which is really funny because I still go "Oh, I'll have to tell dad that Now dad's been gone for three years odd now and I I just go oh hang on I can't do that anymore and you still go you just feel like something's missing Mm. um yeah how do I get through that I you know what I don't I don't know if I still am I'm still yeah yeah, it's only been three years and I I think it's still tough and um, I think it's hard as well um helping mum out because she was married to the love of her life for uh, over 55 years and it's heartbreaking for her because he was the love of her life. Yeah. So yes, he was a father to me. Yeah. But he was the love of her life, and and she's just every day she's grieving, and you yeah. know she succumbed to depression in the first year yeah. after after his passing because yeah. it, was, it was very hard for her. Yeah. Uh, the second year was a bit better, but it. She's only in the last year got him back on her feet again and yeah. uh, sort Thanks. of getting back into life. But uh, yeah, it's, I think supporting her has been a
0: yeah,
1: uh, it's been a, a priority for me too. Oh, of
0: course, and what a how lucky she is to to have you there and have you available and 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 willing and able to to drop you know um your work so you could be there for her as well throughout this. That's amazing. I was very lucky.
1: Before we had a change of management, um, yes. my father had had a stroke at that time.
0: Okay.
1: And um, they were very, they, they were also very family-oriented. And if I needed to take time off, I could. That was fine. Um, I could take the time off to take mum to hospital or to go up to Bundy or, you know, basically to drop everything and, and yes. head up there. That was fine. But with the new change of management, that wasn't possible, um, and that was a big um, flag, red flag, to, to say, you know, this isn't working at the moment. This is, this is not um, compatible with what you need. The fact that you can't just drop everything at the moment and and do this. Um, mm-hmm. So that was a big you know, indicator to help me uh, walk away from that job as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks, Tracy,
0: for sharing that because that's such an important element. Like, of like, from what I've read and understood about looking after our mental health and well-being within certain systems, like the work system, is when there's a, a conflict uh, between what, like, between what management or the workplace expects, our bosses expect from us, and uh, or. or Value yes. and versus what we do, like a value conflict. Like they, mm, it's mm. Not that they may not value family or anything like that, but they don't prioritize it and don't allow that prioritization for their employees. Mm, when they huh. need it. Whereas the previous management did, and that allowed that flexibility, allowed you to be able to.
1: That's exactly right.
0: Yeah. So, but I love that you had that uh, strength inside you to know that to be aware of that and and then to make that decision. That you are only left with because we can't change other people, we can't mm. change management. You can't make them. No, not really. I mean, you can let express to them, but it's up to them whether they change, mm.
1: of course. And, and you then make no, not when they were leaning on me for more support. No, well, <laughs> no, I, it was sort of well, mm, no, yeah, yeah. So all but the signs was saying we need someone else in here, and and I thought I need to leave here, mm. and it was just it just seemed my brain was just going. You need to walk away from here. Yeah. This is not working and mm. this is not where you should be right now.
0: Yeah. There's so many things that like, I'm just picking up that, you know, it's, I don't know if I called it skills, strategies, strengths, they're all of them, uh, and knowledge and wisdom that you employed that helped you through those those times. I mean, awareness one that you're aware knowing your values Mm -hmm. and executing them when they're not aligned anymore and doing what you can, you know, like often sometimes we can get stuck in trying to change the situation, you know, like Mm -hmm. uh, make management, you know, allow us to, you know, drop everything when we need to, but you just focused on what you could do, you know. Okay, well, I... That's exactly right. Yeah, like there's so many strengths that you have. What what other things do
1: you or did you do... To help, Mm. you know what I think. I was just in a brain fuzz. It was just, it was sort of uh, just focus on what needed to be done. I'm very, um, I'm very much a person that looks at things that needs to be done and Mm. goes and does them rather than sit back and go, oh no, I can't do that. Um, So I I knew I just had to get in and do the work, and you just had to go home and do the, do the washing and put the food on the table and mm. attend to the family and walk the dog and it, it's mm. sort of almost autopilot, I, I guess. Um, mm. This is what you need to do, therefore you go do it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I just did, I think. I just did. Um, so mm. after I left work, Coping Strategy Send, mm. it was sort of like after I left work, it was like taking a deep breath and going, oh, okay okay yes we can do this um but same sort of viewpoint what needs to be done now but at a slower pace <laughs> okay
0: so it was like it was still that what needs to be
1: done what needs but, to be in, be done, right. but in slow okay <laughs> we need to do this now all right that's fine i'll make an appointment we'll go do that okay we need to do this okay that's fine I'll write that down and I'll schedule that in at some stage. Mm. Okay, we need to do this. Okay, that's whatever. Work through the list, but there's no rush. There's no wow. mounting pressure that it has to be done by the end of the month and with timeframes, et cetera, et cetera. And, and that no rush,
0: mm-hmm. okay, you didn't have work anymore, but you had the commitments with looking after your mom. you know, your yes. healed, you did still, you know, there was still, and, and uh, you know, I know you have two girls and um, mm-hmm. and. and partner husband um that you know there's still still you know things that that you're doing that that but that uh, no rush were you very mindful of that that you wanted to take things slowly and just yeah not i don't you know i don't have to get this list done every day
1: yeah. i think i was just so relieved after walking away from my yeah. job it was just like i am so relieved that i've made the best decision here mm. and i do regret um, the job because i did enjoy that a lot mm. uh in its in its first phase yeah. but i was so relieved to have that pressure off me that weight yeah. off my shoulders mm. and it was just a good feeling then that yeah. i didn't have to rush and mm-hmm. i didn't have to uh, stress out about having things done by a certain time, and yes, I do have a family, but my girls are grown up now, mm. um, and they could understand that. Uh, yeah, Mum needed yeah. to go away for a couple of days and help Grandma mm. up, and, and my husband's quite capable of cooking dinner, and uh, uh, you know the girls are capable of looking after themselves. Yeah. Um, so it was sort of oh okay, yeah, mum's gone away. Yeah, we'll be right for a few days. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Um, they were self-sufficient. That's that very was... much so. I love it how you put things into words. I don't do the words so well. I love it how you use the words and I'll just tell you what what's happening. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> you can edit that out if you yeah. like. No, no, thank you.
0: <laughs> so, you know, coping wise, it it sounds like they're making that decision to not be at that job despite really loving Mm. in its first phase really took the pressure off that allowed you the space and your family being where they were at the time your you know your husband and the two kids that they didn't you know they were self-sufficient using that Mm. word so you could devote that time Mm -hmm. to Mm. mom and dad and uh but you chose and choosing that by stepping back from that job as well Mm,
1: mm. i'm actually in that space again at the moment i i did leave another job Mm. uh, six months ago i just wasn't ticking all the boxes for me yeah and i left that and i wasn't going to work again for a while so maybe this is my third burnout year who knows (laughs) um but i wasn't going to work for a while i felt quite disillusioned with it and quite um quite let down with everything Mm -hmm. so i just gave it a break for a while um but strangely enough i've actually fell into another job which is Mm -hmm. a bit different um but i sort of feel it's it's actually maybe it's where i'm meant to be at the moment so you know just taking a break from everything but uh, yeah so it's it's really interesting yeah it's tracy like i think yeah, something that's unique about
0: your story but i think and and is important for other people here is this taking a break you know mm. that or stepping back you know or taking a break whatever yes it. when yes. things aren't quite the right fit or aren't the right fit or aren't healthy yes. for us thinking about back to that bullying toxic situation that making that decision whenever it is you know whatever time we arrive to it even if we feel like it's too late you know but arriving to that decision and making that decision uh to step back yes and and then and as you said like you you know you know what you know at some point you you're ready to sort of yeah dabble back into that work and that it's unique, the story, because I don't think often we think about our work life or our life in general but thinking about our work within our life like that, like that a lot mm-hmm. of us out there, there's this societal norm that, you know, that you work, you know, you mm-hmm. work for um, and, and us women, you know, uh, just to shine the light there on women for a bit, that, you know, with, with being a mother, like the only sort of, okay norm to not work and not have um work to go to would be if you're raising a family and even then Mm. i know there's societal norms now that you work and raise
1: your children you know Mm. that must be yeah that's hard well yes actually because i was doing that in another job years ago when oh when i got a job as a uh in a new school that was opening yeah. um, but I'd started there and I think I'd been there for a couple of months and that, then they'd asked me to take on a full-time role and for yes. some ungodly reason I have got no idea why I did this. I said yes because yeah. I wanted to help them out I guess yeah. um, and regretted it because it was damn hard work trying yes. to get a small child off to prep, uh, another small child off to grade two well i think she was in myself ready for work and then my husband i don't think i actually even saw him for the next year which is a disaster of course Uh, and i was just working full time and it was just i think it was halfway through the year i went you know what this is why am i doing this why why on earth am i actually doing this Mm. i've got no idea why so i made the conscious decision i was leaving at the end of the year um and a month before I left, the principal said, uh, you're going to move on? I said, yes, unless you can offer me a part-time job, I am leaving. She said, what, "What? what if we can't give you the part-time job? Will you still leave? Yes, I will. I'm sorry. This is not worth it. I cannot keep doing this to myself and my family. I'm hardly seeing my family. Mm-hmm. Um, I hardly see my husband. Mm-hmm. I." Dinner's just a rushed affair. I'm doing laundry at ten o'clock at night. This is ridiculous. Who wants nice yeah. to do that at ten o'clock at night? <laughs> Not me. No way. <laughs> Thank you to the mums who taught me, by the way, that um, yeah. uh, for a prep uniform you only have to iron the white blouse, and the white collar, and the white sleeves because you don't see the rest of the white shirt under the tunic, so you don't need to iron that. Ooh, <laughs> shortcut, lovely. Shortcut. I know. Oh, but uh, brilliant. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, my husband was so supportive at that time. Yeah. He was finishing work early to mm. pick up the children or one child. yeah uh, He was coming home early. Yeah, he was doing all the right things, mm. but we were just crossing paths all the time. And it was just, no, actually, no, I don't enjoy this. No,
0: I don't. And you even had that strength back then, you know, the awareness, but the strength back then to go, you know what? No. This yeah, if work. I'm not
1: happy with it, I'm moving on. You know what? I probably changed um, jobs uh, uh, quite a lot more often than other people. You know, I've had friends I've run into and they've gone, good heavens, where are you working now? Are you still at here or here? And I've gone, nah, no, I was here. Then I moved on and then mm. I went here. Because, you know, if it doesn't work, I'm not staying. Yeah. Life is too short to be in a job that you don't like or something or making yourself miserable. I'm not going to rush around like a mad thing trying to do all the things at once because it would just drive me nuts. And in the end, you know, no one's going to write in your tomb, gee, she had a clean house, you know. <laughs>
0: Or you know, or um, you know, held down the same job for fifty years. Held like... down the
1: same job for 50... No one holds down the same job for fifty years, and if I want to move on to another job in six months' time, that that is perfectly fine. You know, people change, and you know, uh, it's what you want at that point in time. If it's not working with your current situation, then don't stay there. I, you just said so much there that
0: is just brilliant, and and I think just words that a lot of people out there need to hear. A Mm. lot of people need to hear out there.
1: It's just common sense to me that
0: yeah, common sense not to a lot of like even hearing you say this back to me and and I'm learning a lot of this now and I've, you know, that through our conversations you've said this stuff here and there that, that just how you articulated it then was great. There's a lot of people who don't who don't adhere to that you know mm-hmm. for various reasons no fault to their own just learned learned expectations learned societal norms whatever it was like that their um or you know or financial you know mm-hmm. necessity you know that they can't leave um jobs that are making them miserable uh it's 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 just an important message that you put out there um yeah. about the importance of being aware of how we're being affected by the many roles that we're in and prioritising what is most important and and making decisions accordingly where possible, Uh, again. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know with my, well, not my decision, but because of my health not being able to work, it financially Mm. certainly set me back and is not ideal, but I'm lucky enough to have Mm. a a partner who can financially support us (laughs) at at present. Mm. Not forever, but that, but also emotionally and mentally supportive as well. That that has helped, and I know not everyone's in that position. But where possible, don't don't live your life like that. Don't keep no. being in a miserable situation. Whatever it yeah. is,
1: work uh, relationships. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, look, I, look, I know people who work twelve-hour shifts mm-hmm. um, because they're in the health. Uh, system yeah. um, yes. that's hard and I couldn't yeah. do that but they love the job and they're happy with that they make that work and that's fine but if you're in a you know if you're in a job that it's 12 hours and it's hard and you're not enjoying it and yeah. everything's suffering it's not working and you need to yeah. to move on or find something else that does you know mm-hmm. it's not the money it's not the hours it, it it's your personal mm-hmm. satisfaction is this what you want yeah and if that's not where you want to be right now, if it's not working, what you be where you are right now? Then move on. Mm. I mean, the job I've just taken at the moment, yeah. it's, a not a, it's not it's my, not um, my current sort of uh, uh, what do you want? Well, words, shan, words. Oh, I'm stuck. Like well, your cup
0: of tea is what's coming to yes. me. My... Perfect. A cup of tea. Tea. <laughs> oh, uh,
1: not fitting quite. quite yeah not a good yeah, fit. It's, it's not exactly what i want at the moment but you know what it fits at the moment okay. and that's fine and i'm happy with that mm. it maybe that's just what i needed at this point of time to just do something a little bit random a little bit different yeah. and just take a break again and just sort yeah. of you know six months time well am i still happy here i don't know mm. um will i move on who knows Hey, you know, you and I, although we've you know, obviously had very
0: different experiences, as we all have, you know, we we're all walking mm. this earth with different experiences, but I just like, we are actually, I think, at the moment, crossing over and on the same plane, or, you know, same, I can't even get words right now, uh-huh. but same path. Thank you. There you go. You can find words too. <laughs> same path <laughs> in terms of work wise, because I'm just like, it, you know it's not hitting all the buttons for me you know it's not no. the right with what i'm doing right now but i like you know that's you know I, but, I, it, but it's fine
1: it, it it's... does for the moment exactly and, it's and you passion- don't have to stay in that job for the rest of your life no. it, this is not the rest of your life situation no it's one does that i mean 50 maybe 50 80 years ago you got a job you yeah. stayed in there for the rest mm-hmm. of your life people mm-hmm. don't do that anymore
0: um, I don't like even though people don't yet, yeah, they don't stay in the job, but they're still, I think,
1: or at least really in the profession. St-
0: well, that or, um, yeah, maybe that, maybe you know, rewind 20 odd years ago and in the schooling system, there was definitely the expectation that on on everyone, male and female, that you, you went and got a job. Yeah, I mean, not a job, mm. you went, went on to uni you, or you, you went on to do something, an apprenticeship, you, you found. Mm-hmm. A career, or a workspace, or whatever you're going to do, an expectation to find that, and yes. and not necessarily staying it for the rest of your life. You're right; there was definitely an evolving um, change there in, in in my time, anyway. That yeah, that might be what you do for some time, and then you yeah, you may change. Uh, but there was still this expectation that you would be working full time and not taking breaks unless it was just mm. a holiday. But I think this. What I'm just learning from you, and I'm learning from my own experiences, is that where possible and okay. Work part time, uh, mm. take a three month sabbatical, just mm. yelling, let, yeah. That work doesn't have to look like what it's being kind of told to oh, like, all yeah. to us to look like. It's mm-hmm. everyone's situation is obviously different, but if it's not working out for you, if you're not feeling it, if you're miserable, mm-hmm. that change do something yeah and even if it's like you and I at the moment we're you know working in in a job that okay it's not we're not totally you know jumping up for joy and passion about it but it's okay and it's suiting a purpose right now for where we need to be health-wise and well-being wise it's 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 yeah workable right now and and I'm like you. If people ask me what are you going to be doing six months a year from now, I have no clue. Mm. I'll work that out. Um, it, it will come, but right now, this is what's working for me, and I think that's I've, I've,
1: yeah. I've been told I'm very proactive in that I I like to um like to uh, address things. I like to look at things and go, well, what, what can be fixed here? What what can yes. we do here? Yeah, yeah um, I sort of refer to myself more of as the stubborn little kid. In that, I sort of look at things and go, "Well, I don't like that. Yeah. What can I do to fix that? I don't, uh, what can I do to change this? What yeah. part of this can I change? Can yeah. I tweak it a little bit? Okay, I can't do that, but what what else can I do?"
0: Tracy, you've got like oh God, I, I know I've probably said this a, a few times in different ways throughout. Our conversation so far but there is so much wisdom in your experience that other people are going to benefit from just the things that were really quite it sounds like instinctual or you've gained throughout your life experience that you've employed to help you through and just what you said there about being proactive what can I do like you'll take the bull by its horn so to say and go okay this is the situation what can I do what can I change and oh no well I can't that you know i can't change that so okay what next and and like a little bit of stubbornness which what i used to tell my clients who would say oh look i'm stubborn and would be really negative about that i said no stubborn can actually work sometimes and it works mm. in a situation where you keep going at it till you work something out and you focus on things you can control what well, things you can do and that, mm. that is a strength
1: to get through adversity. It certainly is. Like there's nothing wrong with a bit of stubbornness through that. <laughs> the, the best way is to, to get me to do something is to tell me I can't do it. Oh, really? Okay. I'll, and, I'll, and my I'll father told me that once. <laughs> oh, really? Can't run a marathon. Don't be bloody well stupid. You'll hurt your knees. So I <laughs> ran a
0: marathon. You did. That can-do attitude is, is I can see
1: how that's really served you well in all my experiences is is, okay this is not working what can i do to fix it if it's walk walk, walking away from work if it's dropping down my hours if it's Mm -hmm. um changing changing a job changing different hours i don't know something what what can i do to make this a better situation is it, tracy is there anything else that you've learned along the way maybe more recently
0: you know things that you might be changing adopting to help you to look after
1: yourself you know, your, yeah your your world and your life your roles
0: yeah
1: walk and talks with you with you in as well Shannon has been yeah. most enjoyable because we just roll things over and things that come to mind and there's no pressure and it's just um just to get things off and roll them around your mouth and yeah. out in the open. I just find a couple of those catch-ups with friends, a run and a chat with friends, um, very important just for me to voice the things that I've been feeling.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that, that um, time with friends and, and time spent just yeah airing whatever it is yes. on your mind and, and getting that support. I think we've talked about it, like that non-judgment that just accepting and listening and hearing and, and you know, providing not necessarily advice or whatever, just through sharing yeah. stories. We kind of uh, oh, like when you shared with me the other week, that pineapple story really yeah. helped for me. Should yeah.
1: I share that for the yeah. listeners as well? I okay. think so. I love it. Okay. So for a little bit of a backstory that uh, uh, quite a few of us girls went to a pottery one night, one night where they, uh, you got a pot, all you had to do was paint a pineapple pattern on it and they give you a plant. Which, but it was, you know, it was pretty cruisy, uh, but for $10, you got a free plant and pot. Um, and it was a nice sort of outing anyway. Um, we we had a name for our group. We were calling ourselves the active ladies, but uh, we had some people in the group who weren't active um, and we wanted to include them um, and they had turned up to this thing. So I called ourselves all the pineapple ladies and that's what we've become for a few years now. And then someone pointed out that a pineapple is not actually one single fruit. A pineapple is actually uh, a combination of berries that are fused together to form a fruit so our group is like individual berries that have that have all joined together to support each other Thank you Tracy for sharing
0: uh, the pineapple story I love it and I know so many people are going to benefit from hearing it and what it really highlights here is is a, a very important, coping uh, mechanism for us all when we're going through adversity and that's reaching out having a group of people we can connect with uh, that we can feel safe with to talk about um, what we're going through and that's something that you have sought out and engaged with and have found invaluable uh, to get through what you've been through. I
1: definitely need that and I'll try to schedule as um
0: Oh, wow. schedule
1: some in on a regular basis so i can have that it's sort of an outlet for for me because uh, i find that walking in the park in the morning with yeah, yeah. the dog is sort of almost like a yoga meditation mm-hmm. for me it's very very relaxing as well as i have the coffee yes. i have the outdoors and then if uh, occasionally a friend joins me as well it's just very um, therapeutic just to yeah. sort of shoot the breeze and to ramble um, with my words and my legs and just yeah yes. I, I really enjoy that So that's
0: something you' found invaluable and, and
1: it's through- most definitely that is very important for me to have that uh, connection where you can just express yourself in a in an informal environment and yeah. just yeah yes. Yeah. Chat. Yeah.
0: so hey Tracy I know as we said at the beginning well you said at the beginning and I agree we our conversations that you know often well we never got know where they they go and that's the beauty of them because they mm-hmm. go somewhere and they and I feel like th- this has gone somewhere that has been really rich and and valuable uh, I think to to those who get to listen to it so I really appreciate you coming and sharing but, but before we do wrap up I was wondering if yeah. there's other, you know, if there's something that you want to leave with or, or want to share that maybe you felt oh, I haven't shared that yet, just like any other pearl pearls of wisdom or <laughs> things that oh. you maybe where you're at right now and where you're going from no. here.
1: Well I well probably will remember something very profound five minutes after we hang up. <laughs> but I can tell you something that I've found on another person's page. Mm. Uh, in, in that um, she shared a quote that said when we listen to a symphony we're not listening to it expecting to hear a grand finale or a resounding chorus uh, we're ex- we listen to a symphony because we enjoy the music and we enjoy how it flows and isn't that true about life as well that if we're so busy in the process of improving ourselves and looking forward to to the big things, <clears throat> pardon mm. me, that we miss the small things, and we miss the just the music of life. Um, mm. And I actually found, because I'm a big music fan, I actually found mm. I've been listening to Neil Diamond's song "A Beautiful Noise," mm. um, where he talks about the music of music coming up from the street of the kids playing, mm. and and people moving. <laughs> And that's just the music of life, and it's a beautiful noise. And I'm actually really enjoying that because mm. I, it's it's sort of getting me to slow down and go. No, I'm not having a big day today. Uh, I'm nothing major happening today. I'm cleaning the bathroom today, or something really ridiculous. Mm. But that's just how life is going. It's just the noise of of life, and it's just meandering through mm. and tomorrow might be a resounding chorus or the next day might be a uh, you know steady beat um but yeah it's just a musical life happening at the moment for me that's all tracy
0: that's so beautiful like, i'm goosebumps all over I, I felt the emotion behind it for you and and it's so important what you uh, amongst everything else that you've shared with with um, us today it's I think one of the things I know you weren't quite sure whether your experiences were quite relevant Mm. for this podcast not of -hmm. course they're relevant to to life in general and to and would be helpful for a lot of people have certainly been helpful for me to hear the thing that I'm really taking away from what you shared with us today and I really think is invaluable is that people going through burnout or whatever it is that the mental exhaustion draining Mm -hmm. out there that what they're going to learn from you there's a lot of things that maybe you're not you're aware of them but maybe not aware Mm -hmm. that these Mm -hmm. are things that actually help support through adversity those things that you shared today like the you know, the proactivity, uh, you know, that stubbornness, That yes. what does it mean to focusing on what you can control? These are things that yes. I know as a psychologist are things that help us stay buoyant. It doesn't mean that we don't get knocked down, but it keeps us buoyant. I think there's a lot of richness to your story that, you know, there was that concern that your story didn't quite fit, but it fits so much more than that, that I thought myself because of all that oh, stuff you've employed. Yeah, because these are all things no matter what we call whatever exhaustion mental stuff we're going mm. through these are things the things that you've done are things mm. that can help other people and hopefully maybe hearing your story hearing our conversation will give them the courage to do that to shift gears and, and do those things employ those strategies that just came it sounds like not naturally but there, there were things inside you yes. that's employed and and or that you you learnt along the way somewhere and and that system is now passed on to them and hopefully they'll look at what they're doing and employ some of those things because I think, yeah, that's what will help them through. Mm,
1: What may be obvious to me may not be obvious to someone else and it's only from hearing my story. Someone might go, oh, you know what, I can relate to that and I actually think, oh, is that what's missing? Sometimes you just need a little... uh, a little i don't know, sometimes you just yeah. need a meme to go oh hang on yeah 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 memes yeah yeah
0: but but that, and this is the whole point of the podcast too and and having people come on to share because what's obvious to you you know like as you just said like and you're just doing to get through yeah. your stuff and and deal with the adversity that you've had to face and are facing that yes. and you just think oh well that's just what you do you know like that's just yeah, what. You yeah. But, like, I'm here, you know, as I'm hearing more richness and detail to, to what you've been through, I'm like, well, no, it's not because I've heard other people's stories being, you know, especially as a psych, we, we get front, well, not front seat, but we, we certainly get a, you know, um, a seat to, pers- to people's um, suffering and, 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 and what they do to cope or what they know. Mm. And a lot of this won't be known to people, won't be, things that they think of doing or employ doing but can learn to. Mm. Um, It will be a shift and a change, but it is possible because I know there's some things you do that I didn't do and and I'm shifting gears and and doing because I know that, you know, will help, you know, will help support me, you know. Um, Um,
1: I think the takeaway thing from me, if you take away something, is that if you can't change it all, what can you change? There must be something little you can change. and yeah. What can you do? Yeah. Focus on what you can do.
0: And I, I reckon that's a lovely place to to uh, bring this this uh, conversation to to an end. Which I'm I'm, I'm oh. sad, <laughs> but I think there's so much there, and
1: I just want to thank you, Tracy, for oh, your thank journey. you, Shannon. Always a pleasure to have a chat. Yeah. Thank you. Uh,
0: Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of burnout a different kind of gap year we won't keep you much longer just a reminder to subscribe if you want to keep up to date with episode releases to comment if you'd like to you know let us let me know um, what you're liking what you're not liking uh, all feedback is welcome as long as it's respectful and you know please hit the heart um, click on the heart or, or share Uh, this podcast as well with others if you feel they will uh, benefit and if you are on social media uh, a different kind of gap is both on Facebook and on Instagram so you can follow me over there where you'll just get a little bit more uh, on the topic of of burnout um, from there and yeah that's it thank you so much and take care of you Table, 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 table,